Chapter six of the Night of Weeping by Horatius Bonar. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The types. The ordinance in Israel concerning the meat offering of the first fruits was of a very peculiar kind. Thus it was commanded, If thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto the Lord, thou shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruits green ears of corn dried by the fire. Christ is, we know, preeminently the first fruits. It is he then who is specially prefigured by these green ears of corn dried by the fire. In this corn we discern the type of one who belongs to earth, partaker of our very nature. It springs up in our fields, it is nourished by our soil, it is watered by our showers, it is ripened by our sun. So was it with Jesus. He was truly man, one of us, the word made flesh, the man who drank of the brook by the way. This corn was to be plucked when green and then dried by the fire, not in the ordinary gradual way by the heat of the sun. It was to be prematurely ripened, and by what we would call unnatural means, the exposure of artificial heat. In this also we see Jesus, the man of sorrows, subjected to the Father's wrath, the wrath of him who is a consuming fire, and withered into ripeness before his time. He did not come to his grave in a full age like a shock of corn in its season. He did not grow up to manhood in the calm, refreshing sunshine of Jehovah's smile. He was scorched with fiery heat within and without, till age appeared upon his much-marred visage, while as yet the greenness of his strength was upon him, so that the Jews, looking upon his wasted form, spoke of him as one who had well-nigh reached his fiftieth year. Such is the view he gives of himself in the book of Psalms. In these we at once recognize the green ears of corn dried by the fire, for thus he speaks, My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me unto the dust of death. Again he says, Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly, for my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength faileth, my bones are consumed. Again we hear him saying, Mine eye is consumed because of grief, it waxeth old because of all mine enemies. Such then was Jesus, withered and dried up before his time, by reason of the sorrow which he has endured for us. But these green ears dried up by the fire are no less a description of the saints than of their Lord. Certainly they apply to him, in a way such as they never can apply to us. Yet still they do stand forth as a type of the whole church, who are also called, like Jesus, the firstfruits. All the members of his body from the beginning have been just such as these dried ears of green corn. Here, for instance, one of them speaking, I am like a bottle in the smoke. Or again, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. By such an emblem as this was the church's career of tribulation set before Israel. And it is most interesting for us to look at our trials in the light of so expressive a figure. Their object is to ripen us, it may be before the time, it may be in such a way as the flesh shrinks from, but still their object is to ripen us. The sorrows that compass us about are all ripening our graces, as well as withering out of us the green, rank, unripe luxuriance of earth. The heat may be great, but it shall not consume us, it will only make the ripening process a speedier one. 
it will shorten the way to perfect holiness and eternal glory and shall we shrink from that which makes the process shorter but there was another ordinance in israel setting forth the tribulation of the church the mercy seat and the cherubim were to be both made of pure gold of beaten work now as the cherubim were doubtless the symbols of redeemed men the church of christ this type is very striking both the mercy seat and the cherubim were to be of one piece for both he who sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one they are of pure gold and this denotes their exceeding preciousness they are made of beaten gold to intimate the process through which they both had passed the mercy seat was fashioned into shape and made after pattern showed in the mount by the stroke of the hammer so jesus was made perfect through suffering in like manner the cherubim were to be beaten into the intended shape and model so with the saints it is through this process that they must pass and it is thus they are brought into that perfect shape which god has designed for them what then is the process through which the saints are passing now but just this they are now under the hammer of the spirit that by this they may be fashioned into the likeness of cherubim which in the book of revelation are set before us as the upbearers of jehovah's throne and glory as well as the inheritors thereof and what is all the beating to which we may be subjected when compared with the glory for which it is preparing us there is another figure used by our lord in speaking of his church he compares her to an injured afflicted friendless widow widowhood then is properly the church's condition here and this is her grief her lord is absent and his absence is one of her bitterest trials it forms one long continued sorrow it makes such a blank on earth that we feel as if this of itself were grief enough even when there were none besides and were the church fully to realize her estate of widowhood until the lord come she would find in this no doubt a new grief to which she was blind before but a grief which operates with most blessed efficacy in sanctifying her and in keeping her apart from the world she is a stranger in a land of strangers she is lonely and unfriended sitting apart from earthly joy and fellowship he whom she loves is far away this separation is as a saint of old expresses it like a mountain of iron upon her heavy heart she longs to be with him she sighs for the day of meeting and all this though sad is both sanctifying and solemnizing it is a daily burden a continual chastening yet it is well it loosens from earth it lifts up to heaven it makes the world less fascinating it prepares for the inseparable union the meeting time the bridal day there are other figures given us of the suffering church but let these suffice they will help us to understand our true condition and to expect nothing else than tribulation here no strange thing is happening to us it is no strange thing that the green ears of corn should be dried with fire it is no strange thing that the cherubim should be made of beaten gold it is no strange thing that in the absence of the bridegroom the bride should mourn End of chapter six